0: Doug Graham and we are reading through the New Testament together. This year as we are going through the book of Acts, we are devoting ourselves to the scriptures. We are asking God to open our eyes and see the big gospel story on display in the New Testament. We want to walk in the places, the sights, and the sounds with Jesus. We want to experience the work of the Holy Spirit through His people as the church is born and see how that story continues to this very day with us. Today's reading is for February 20th, and we are reading through Luke chapters 19 and 20. He entered Jericho and and was passing through, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich, and he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd he could not because he was small in stature. The half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded any one of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. As they heard these things, he proceeded to tar- tell a parable because he was near to Jerusalem, and because they supposed that the kingdom of God was to appear immediately. that he might know what they had gained by doing business. The first came before him saying, Lord, your mina has made 10 minas more. And he said to him, well done, good servant, because you have been faithful in a very little, you shall have authority over 10 cities. And the second came saying, Lord, your mina has made five minas. And he said to him, you are to be over five cities. I might have collected it with interest. And he said to those who stood by, Take the mina from him and give it to the one who has the ten minas. And they said to him, Lord, he has ten minas. I tell you that to everyone who has more will be given, but from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. But as for these enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slaughter them before me. And when he had said these things, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. When he drew near to Bethpage in Bethany, at the mount that is called Olivet, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village in front of you, where on entering you will find a colt tied, on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? You shall say this, The Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went away and found it just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jesus, and throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, they spread their cloaks on the road. As he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered them, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the gospel, the chief priest and the scribes with elders came up and said to him, Tell us, by what authority do you do these things, or who is it that gave you this authority? He answered them, I also will ask you a question. Now tell me, was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, why did you not believe him? But if we say from man, all the people will stone us to death, for they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it came from. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. And he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and led it out to tenants and went into another country for a long time, When the time came, he sent a servant to the tenants so that they would give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent another servant, but they also beat and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent yet a third. This one also they wounded and cast out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps they will respect him. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, and when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. The scribes and the chief priests sought to lay hands on him at that very hour, for they perceived that he had told this parable against them. But they feared the people. So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be sincere that they might catch him in something he said, so as to deliver him to the authority and jurisdiction of the governor. So they asked him, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach rightly, and show no partiality, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful for us to give tribute to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose likeness and inscription does it have? They said, Caesar's. He said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were not able in the presence of the people to catch him in what he had said. But marveling at his answer, they became silent. There came to him some Sadducees, who denied that there is a resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, having a wife but no children, The man must take the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died without children. And the second and the third took her. And likewise, all seven left no children and died. Afterward, the woman also died. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will the woman be? For the seven had her as a wife. And Jesus said to them, the sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy to attain to that age and to the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, for they cannot die any more, because they are equal to angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection." But that the dead are raised, even Moses showed in the passage about the bush, where he calls the Lord the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now he is not God of the dead, but of the living, for all live to him. Then some of the scribes answered, Teacher, you have spoken well, for they no longer dared to ask him any question. But he said to them, How can they say that the Christ is David's son? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. David thus calls him Lord. So how is he a son? And in the hearing of all the people, he said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and love greeting in the marketplaces and the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feast who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers, they will receive greater condemnation. So I think some, the main thing I got out of chapters 19 and 20 are that Jesus looks at and knows the intentions of our heart. You look at Zacchaeus, and Jesus knew that. You look at those that were investing for their master, Jesus knew their heart with the minas. Look at the Pharisee who had a long prayer and the other one who wouldn't even, and the tax collector who wouldn't even look up. I think that's an important reminder for us and uh, my prayer for myself and for you also is that we will keep our motives and our intentions pure and clear for our Heavenly Father. So Lord, again, thank you for your word that uh, is a light for our path, that we can live our lives seeking you, Lord, and that uh, we can always trust you with your intentions, and we can always trust that you know the intentions of our heart. In Jesus' name, amen.